Don't put your dreams to bed. You've done that enough. Now it's time to stir them up. This is your friend and host, Kirstie Fleur, with the Visionary Woman podcast. And I love resourcing the visionary woman, the creative, the artist, the business owner, the risk taker. And on this show, we will talk about what it means to get out of your own way and take your dreams to the next level. Join the conversation. Hi guys, it's Kirstie Fleur, and thank you for joining us on the Visionary Woman podcast. We are excited you're here. So if you've been here before, you may remember us hosting this podcast from a different title. We used to be the Artisan Way podcast. And so with the Artisan Way podcast, while I love the title and the premise behind the show, I felt like I was called to serve a larger demographic of women than what was originally intended. Um, I needed to make a space and intentionally share this community with a much larger audience. So I invite you, the visionary woman, the artist, the entrepreneur, the thought leader, and the woman who is out there carving her own path or contemplating stepping into the unknown to join us in our community. You will hear from several powerful visionaries in different arenas um, who are doing the same thing that you're doing. They're living life on their own terms. They're starting businesses on their own terms. So if you're ready for this challenge uh, to be inspired and to be excited about your visions and your dreams, then this is the place for you. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Kirstie Fleur. I'm the founder and CEO of Freedom Fleur, an ethically made and sustainably sourced clothing brand. Freedom Floor operates as a social for-profit enterprise. We empower and reskill women in our community called the FF Social Club. We do this by being intentional about where we get our fabrics from, where they're sourced, and who actually makes the fabrics. And the treatment of those women who are behind the scenes making these clothing and textiles for us. I realized um, on a trip several years ago to India that in order to empower women, I had to do more than say that my heart and my mission and my goal was to empower women. When I saw the actual behind the scenes of what it looked like to make a garment and what was actually happening and, and that women weren't really flourishing in these industries, it made me see a, that picture, but a way bigger picture for women all over globally, not just nationally in our nation, but all over the world. And it was that women need sustainable income. We need an opportunity to be able to uh, reskill and upskill. Some of us already have the skills that we need, but we need to dust those skills off. Or we need to be able to start businesses and things actually flourish for us. So I had this idea to create a movement, to create a, a business for women that actually sustained their income and one that provided dignity for them. So it, it wasn't another nonprofit that was a handout. Freedom Floor was a nonprofit first, and we did support groups for women. And not only do we do support groups, we had we always connected it to the arts. And um, I met with women at rape trials and assault trials and walked with them through that journey. And my whole goal was walking women from shame to freedom so that they can impact the things that they were born to impact socially and globally and even in their families. So while this was noble and fun and amazing and it brought a lot of fulfillment to me doing this, I realized that I need to be able to do this in a way that is sustainable for me, that is sustainable for, sustainable for other women. So how do I do that? That is when I had the idea to start Freedom Fleur as a for-profit social enterprise keeping the mission of the social aspect and that it is about the people in the forefront of everything that we do, but also ensuring that we can still have what we need. I can still have what I need to run this business. So the, with the FF Social Club, it is a space for uh, female founders, 
female executives and entrepreneurs, and it's also a space for aspiring entrepreneurs. We have a completely separate space on the platform where women who are aspiring to become entrepreneurs can actually get the encouragement and get the the classes and courses and one-on-ones with executives that they actually need to be able to press go. And then we have the portion that is just for the founder, just for the CEO, just for the executive, that portion, because I found while I was on my journey that I needed way more than, you know, just the, the group and the community that I was around. I was empowering so many women. I was mentoring so many women. And I realized this is great. This is exciting. This brings me life, joy, all the things. But I didn't find a source of peer-to-peer connection. And so I knew that that was an issue. Like, okay, here I am and I'm scaling my businesses and I'm moving things up, but I'm not able to connect on a peer-to-peer level with other women that are like me in business um, and who are moving things forward. We have a different uh, purview. We have a different perspective and different set of struggles than the aspiring entrepreneur and the person who needs to be mentored at, at that level. So that is why we have the executive, the CEO, the founder portion of the FF Social Club. While we're here, don't forget to go to the ffsocialclub.com and you can check those out. You should be able to join right now for um, seven, a seven-day free trial for both of those. So both of those are open and what we're building in there is in beta testing. So what beta testing means is right now the site that we're using is not the actual site that we're going to be using in the next year or so. Um, we are creating and building a proprietary software that does the exact, this is very similar to what's happening on the group, but right now the platform that we're using is just a hosting place, a place of community for us to gather before our actual platform is launched. So right now you're able to get access to the social club at a highly discounted rate before we launch our proprietary software for women. So we're super excited about that and cannot wait to share all the details and all the excitement about who's going to be in those um, in those groups and lectures and who's going to be guest speaking and leading and what kind of courses you can take and all that. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So cannot wait for you to be there and be involved and be a part of it. As far as founders go, like your gifts that you have, like the talents, the things that you do, if you're marketing, your social media, like if you're you know, thought leader and you're speaking to women all across the world, whatever it is that you do, we want you to be able to provide those resources inside of the FF Social Club network. And so we have an opportunity for you to actually use those gifts that you have to build a community. Because one of the things we really believe in with what we do with Freedom Floor is reciprocity. So we're giving, we're taking the give and take of a relationship and not just being somewhere to just get and just siphon everything that is there but always thinking about how can I build this up? How can I make this the community that I actually want it to be? So how can you do that? And the most natural thing is the businesses that we've built in our whole, the build, the businesses that we've been building our whole lives. That's the most natural thing to be able to use those gifts, those talents, those skills, whatever they are, to be able to give back. So you'll have opportunities to be able to do one-on-one mentorships or coaching or consulting with women who are aspiring entrepreneurs who are in the network. So when you come in, you'll be able to tag yourself and say, I'm from this region, I'm a CEO here, and this is what I do. And so anyway, we're excited for that, and we cannot wait for you to be a part of that component of it. One of the things I'm super excited to share with you guys is my personal story, my personal journey. And if you've been here before, if you were on the previous podcast with The the Artisan Way, 
then you've already heard me talk about my personal story. If you've been at conferences that I've spoken at, if you've heard me as an artist, then you've heard parts of my story, parts of my journey. And so you probably kind of know, but um, I'm often asked what my why is. Why do you do what you do? And you're probably thinking, why would people be asking her what her why is? Well, people ask because I wake up every morning and I dedicate myself to doing this work that is Freedom Floor. And for people who are on the outside, they look at it, you know, in a way, because it is a social enterprise, they look at it like you spend all of your time building a business that's focused on other people and you don't, you're not focused on yourself and da, 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 all those type of things. And while that is noble and that feels like, you know, I'm the, the savior or the hero, the reality is this is actually helping me flourish as well. This is my dream and I'm building my dream. And so if women are able to connect with what I'm doing and they feel resourced from it, then there's the reciprocity in that. I'm able to build my dream because you guys are allowing me the space and the opportunity to be able to do that. You are listening to the podcast. You're you're benefiting from the resources. Um, and I'm able to live my dream. I've always, as a kid, I always wanted to be a fashion designer. I always wanted to be a singer-songwriter uh, and do all those things. And I've lived my life being able to do the things that I've wanted to do. But I've not been able to do those things siloed or outside of community. And so I have a huge passion for community and building community, um, communities that flourish and can uplift each other. So that's a huge part of what I do. So my why, I get up every morning and I think about my business. I get up every morning, I write my to-do list out and I get up and get going. What is the next thing I need to do for myself? What's the next thing I need to do for Freedom Floor? But for me, the my why, what all of this came from um, several years ago, um, back when we lived in Louisiana, me and my family, you know, I thought that I had all the things figured out um, I thought, oh my gosh, like, you know, I've got the perfect life, you know, I'm married, you know, I'm just getting out of the Air Force. A few years into my marriage, I uh, finished my enlistment in the Air Force, which is about eight years, finished my military enlistment. And after my enlistment, you know, I kind of realized, okay, I'm not in this, you know, the hum of the military life and the military way and, you know, the working out and the leadership and all the things that I had always done. But I went into something different. I was like, okay, I'm serving in my community. I'm serving, you know, at my church, I'm doing things. I'm worship leading, you know. So that's fulfilling the side of me that is, you know, the ability to perform or sing. And then I'm growing my family, you know. Uh, eventually we were able to have a little boy, so we grew our family that way. So from the outside looking in, it just looked like we had everything figured out. Like everything was great. We had a beautiful home. We had a ton of community, so whenever I did actually have my little boy, we never struggled to find people to keep him or have people around. It just was, everything was beautiful. It, you would look and say, there could be no way that they need anything else, that they're lacking anything else. However, on the inside, I just start feeling this nu this nudging, like this, this feeling that something wasn't quite right, like something just was not connecting, and I couldn't figure out what it was, and I was like, man, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And then I was actually like filling my plate up with more stuff to do. Like, oh, here's here's more stuff to do. I'll, maybe I'll just do more of this. Maybe I'll I'll get out more, do more stuff in the community. Maybe I'll invite more women to these groups. Maybe I'll speak at more conferences or something. But I just didn't feel fulfilled at a soul level and I couldn't quite figure it out. 
while I was in that season, I actually, you know, was dealing with depression because, you know, this lingering feeling of I don't know where I'm going. I'm feeling kind of lost, even though every, you know, I just felt the need to perform and put on a mask for everybody. But while I was there, I was like, okay, so what, what am I doing? And, you know, I, in my season of depression, I'm like eating net, you know, watching, watching Netflix and, you know, vegging out on, you know, all the movies and food and all that stuff in this season. And then I turn on Netflix one day and it, there's a movie that pops up called India's Daughters. And I'm like, okay, what is, it caught my attention because you know how Netflix has the preview of the show um, that's like the big show of the week or whatever. It's like number one or number two or the one everybody's watching. So this one pops up big and it has a trailer. And I watch the trailer, read the description and watch the trailer. And I am immediately brought to tears because it is about uh, women who are, who battle sexual assault and who they talked about India, you know, being like the rape capital and all these things. And so all these women who were either survivors or who hadn't survived and who were, you know, harmed through um, these systems and different things and the justice that women hadn't received. Um, and it was so painful for me. And the crazy thing is I realized that, oh, my gosh, this is something that I have not talked enough about. I thought that I was healed from the things I walked through when I was a kid. I was nine years old and I was... Uh, sexually abused. And then when I was in the military, I dealt with sexual assault. And these are not things that I talked about. I didn't share them because it was just not proper. It's just not what you did in our communities. You you don't ask, you don't tell, not just about sexual orientation stuff in the military at the time, but you didn't do it when it came down to sexual things either, like things that have happened to you as a woman, especially if you wanted to rank up or if you wanted to promote or progress in the military. Uh, you just didn't do that. And so those are things that people don't know. So people are like, thank you for your service and all this. And I'm like, people have no idea what veterans actually go through, you know, not just men in a suit or women in a suit, but people have no clue what you deal with in um, in military service. And it's, it's way deeper than um, the surface level, you know, thank you for your services and, you know, all all those things. So I was dealing with the weight of that. I saw this show pop up and I was like, oh my goodness, everything starts coming back to the surface. And I'm like, oh no, I don't want to deal with this. I've spoke at conferences. I've already talked to women about it. There's nothing else to talk about. But in that moment, I realized that's what it was. Like you can't hide these things. There's a saying that time heals all wounds. But the interesting thing is that time really doesn't heal all wounds. What it does is it gives you enough time to put distance between the problems and the things that have actually happened. So you put that distance there because there's time now. And then your subconscious mind gets to push the problem all the way to the back. And then once the problem is all the way to the back, then you're able to be a chameleon or perform like nothing has ever happened to you. You just, you know, just keep on going on with, with the rat race. And so on a subconscious level, I didn't even really realize what was happening. But subconsciously, my body was saying, you need, to, you need to talk about these things. You need to deal with them. You need to see them. You need to face them. The little girl, Kirsty, you know, actually needs attention. She actually needs you to speak for her and, you know, address the things that have happened. So that was a huge part of my journey there. And, like, in that moment, I was like, like, because I'm a visionary. So in that moment, I'm watching these videos, India's Daughters, these things that are happening to women. And I'm like, boom, like, got the idea for Freedom Floor. I'm like, oh. Freedom Floor. You know, the name came immediately. I called my husband. I'm like, hey, I've got this idea. This website is going to be this company for women because that's how I think. My mind thinks like um, in business as well. Like I'm an artist, but I think in business. I'm like, what kind of communities can I build that will foster whatever the thing is? 
So I'm talking to my husband and, you know, I'm like weeping, crying. And he's like, did somebody break into the house? I'm like, nobody broke into the house. (laughs) I'm just in here like, you know, dealing with myself and realizing that this is why I've been dealing with the, the disconnect and the depression and even the moments of numbness because I'm not being honest with myself and I'm doing what everybody else wants me to do. And so, you know. That moment, I was like, okay, here's the. this is what it's called. I had a vision for the website, a vision what, think for what things would look like. And then after that, I kind of just, you know, I went on to slowly incorporate the business and then, you know, do all those things. That is really my why. My why is, you know, I, I know that there's women out there who have um, suffered many injustices like I have when I was nine years old. And then, you know, I went on this journey to rediscover who I was and rediscover my passions and my dreams and while you may not have been through the same thing that I've been through, you may not have the same story. You may not even have a story like of assault. You don't have to have had that story. Women just have so many different obstacles that they face than men face. We have a different set of challenges um, for our lives, and we are building families, we're building communities, uh, building the things around us, and sometimes we put off or hold off our dreams and the things that we want to do, and not even on purpose. It's just that life makes it that way. Life sets it up to where your dreams go on the back burner and you kind of tuck them away and you do the noble thing, which is what I did. I did the noble thing. I did all the the stuff in my community, the things that people wanted me to do. And then when I couldn't anymore, like the, if you've ever heard this um, analogy of like a trash bag. So it's like this huge bag and it's filled to the top and somebody's holding it to take it out. And it's filled, maybe it's filled with water, trash, whatever it is, but it's filled to the top. And then eventually at some point it bursts because of the tension, there's too much in it. And then, you know, water or trash or whatever starts seeping out. That is basically what starts happening to us when we carry too much stuff. And we think we can carry it all. We think we can do it all. Um, but it keeps us disconnected. It keeps us numb, you know, and separate. You know, so many women are like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling with imposter syndrome. It's super easy to struggle with imposter syndrome when you don't know who you are at a soul level and when you put it on the back burner for so many people for so many years. So that is my why. And that's why I do what I do is because I remember the things that I went through. I remember having to suppress my dreams and my visions and and take a journey and figure out who I actually am at a deep level, the things I love, the things I care about. And to speak for that little girl on the inside, you know, so for me, for business, you know, I've been building businesses, you know, since I was in college, writing business plans and starting businesses. The obstacle was always resources and access. And I would go into these places with my business plan. I talked to um, economic development officers with the city and do all the things that you would do in business. And I would see that, oh, my gosh, men are walking into places and they don't even have a website they're just saying, hey, this is what I project or this is what I want to do. And they're getting access to resource and capital for their businesses and, you know, all types of funding. But then I found that as a woman, especially a woman of color, but I found as a woman, I would walk in the spam like, hey, here's my business plan. Here's my everything that's pulled together. And it just you to be treated like you're coddled like a little baby. Oh, that's nice. You know, that's a that's really cool. So I see that even now, at, you know, older and I see it the same thing that happens. Women walk into spaces and there's lack of resources and lack of all the things. But there are so many communities out there that are providing resources for women, that are making space for women to be able to flourish. And we really need that. And so if you're one of those women who are like, I really need to be able to flourish, I know that there's things that 
I'm called to do. I Maybe I don't have this lady's story, but I have my own story that I've kind of pushed to the side. And I've started a business and I'm doing it. And, you know, and I love it, you know, and it's at this amazing level. But maybe I'm not even truly connected to the soul of what the what the what the actual business is. And so if that's a thing, because I run into women that way, oh, I don't even know. I'm just just doing this. And it's just a thing now. Um, And so it doesn't matter how much money you're making. You could be making all the money in the world. You know, you know, I built the business that I have now to a six figure income you know, starting from my house, just speaking to women at, you know, at a nonprofit level and just talking to women and saying, hey, this is, you know, how to get from shame to freedom. You have to speak, you have to access your voice, all those things to now being able to actually use this business to fund myself, fund my life, take care of myself, but do the things that I want to do at the core of who I am. I'm an artist, I'm a singer, songwriter and performing artist. And so those are things that I love and that I always want to have the ability to be able to do. And I want women to see the same thing. You don't have to let go of your dreams. You don't have to let go of your visions and the things that you want to do in life, but you do got to hang on to them. You got to get connected to them. You got to get close to what it is and remember who you were and who you are now so that you can move forward. So that's my why. And I challenge you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, or if you're watching the video podcast, um, I challenge you to think about what your why is. What is your why? Why are you doing the things that you do? Why are you in business? Why do you have the career that you have? Um, and is it connected to the depth of who you really are? So as a last note, I want to encourage you all to join the conversation. Uh, I mentioned earlier that you could go on ffsocialclub.com. And right now there is a free trial for seven days to join our platform, see what we're doing, get engaged, see how you can get engaged in join the movement of what we are doing on the, um, the social club network. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Remember the Visionary Woman podcast, and we're going to have a ton of people, a ton of women on here speaking, guest speaking, who are doing what you're doing or who have gone further than you. And I highly recommend if you don't have a business coach, a business consultant, you have a therapist, a counselor, there's just people that you need in your life to get you to your next level. So whatever things you're lacking, you need a coach or you need somebody who's experienced, who's further along than where you are to get you there. You need to take advantage of that and do that. So this is a place where you can become what you've always known that you could be. I invite you to join the conversation by subscribing to our podcast and joining the FF Social Club. Thanks. Thanks for listening and joining the conversation today here on the Visionary Women Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to join our growing community, the FF Social Club, please comment, like, and subscribe so that you can be updated on our upcoming episodes and more happening over at freedomfloor.com. To catch the latest from me and to access amazing resources for visionaries just like yourself, please visit me on the web at www.kirstiefloor.com. Thanks again for hanging out with me and I'll see you next time. Until then, don't forget to be visionary.